0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Saying Football Jack and Sean. I'm your host, Sean Gann, and along with my partner, Jack Nicholas. We're here to bring you news, notes, weekly updates, and game analysis of your favorite teams from around the league. Now the chance, go check out our website, justsayingfootball.com, follow us on Instagram at Just Saying, no GWJS for article and video updates, and don't forget to check us out on Spotify at Just Saying Football. Buddy, we're back. It's been some time since we've been on YouTube and Spotify. Yeah. everyone why we're here today.
1: Yeah, so we got a couple of days till the draft. Uh, as Sean said earlier to me today, man, two weeks and a day. Um, it's it's finally draft season. Time to get some new players on your team. But we're going to be the ones today putting them down for you in our collab mock draft. Sean's going to handle the odds I'm going to handle the evens. We're going to throw some trades in there for you. Talk about how these teams and, you know, the picks are really going to affect, you know, the future of your franchises. So we're going to kick it off right here using NFL Mock Draft Database Simulator. And uh, Sean can kick it off with the Carolina Panthers
0: on the clock at number one. All right. Awesome. And at number one, we're going C.J. Stroud right off the bat. It's Frank Reich likes the guys with height. I think he's one of the most pro-ready quarterbacks in this. You can check out everything on Instagram for what I've been talking about the last few weeks about CJ Stroud and some of these quarterbacks. For more information, all right? Yeah. Number two, what are the Texans doing, buddy?
1: I know he's, I know he's like your number one guy, but I'm gonna go with a lot of people's number one guy, the the shorter quarterback option here. Uh, The Houston Texans are gonna kind of restart their franchise here with Bryce Young from Alabama. Uh, The kid is absolutely insane. Um, Also, check out what Sean's got to say about him in his top five quarterback video.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Now, this is where things get interesting at number three. Now, if I'm Arizona, you do need some edge rushers. And Will Anderson is sitting right there. Uh, Jalen Carter's all star right there. However, I got someone on the phone. Yeah. And, Denta, and they're saying, hey, I'm going to give you the first round pick this year, which is number eight overall. And I'm going to give you a 2024 first rounder in exchange for your number three pick currently. And I'm thinking I'm Arizona. I'm going to say yes to that. I'll move back a few picks. I do think the Colts can move up here, but I don't think that the Colts – I think that they're going to end up blundering this. So at number three, Atlanta gets Anthony Richardson, the most athletic quarterback in this draft and the quarterback with the best hip twitch. I
1: love that. I love that. And, you know, Indy here, like you said, they could be calling Arizona easily, and, you know, Arizona could be like, hey, move up. But if a team like Atlanta gets aggressive and gives them an offer like that, there's no reason that they can't be moving back. Um, With this, you know, India is kind of panicking and they came to the dance for a quarterback. Um, You know, you're looking here, you have some amazing franchise pieces on defense that you can have. But I have to go here with Will Levis out of absolute desperation for this franchise. I mean, we've watched them have Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz and Phillip Rivers. And, you know, the post Andrew Luck days haven't been kind. Will Levis had a very low sporting cast, but, you know, Michael Pittman, Jonathan Taylor now. What
0: about the Seahawks at five? I like it. Now, Seattle's sitting here, you know, possibility maybe they are going to go quarterback for a second ago, but everyone just got taken the top four guys. They're going to take Will Anderson, Jr., the top guy in this draft defensively, arguably, and they're comfortable getting their pass rusher for the future.
1: Yeah, so this, this that that's a great pick for them, and it falls right in their lap. They went right into the playoffs last year. You know, they could be a team that trades up for a quarterback, but nothing – just yet, you know, with all the demand highly in there. Um, For the Detroit Lions, you know, they have a lot of issues. They just traded away Jeff Okuda. Their secondary was already super weak. Now, I see Christian Gonzalez, one of the more athletic corners on the board, but I am going to shake it. I'm going to go with Devin Witherspoon here for Ooh. six. I'm going to give Dan Campbell the lockdown corner that he's actually been waiting for. And then I have two first-round picks, so go get a guy like that who's the top tier at his position. I know that this uh, here has it higher, but um, I, I like Witherspoon better in that scheme. What about awesome. the
0: Raiders at seven? I like it. Witherspoon is a deep sleeper. Not sure why he's not going higher in some drafts. All right. Number seven, rumors they're going to trade up, potential Will Levis. Now, Jalen Carter's right there, and that's really, really tempting. But with what's going on off the field and what's been happening the last few years with Vegas and some of their players and off-the-field issues, I do think that they stay away this time. I think that they're a little bit hesitant. I think that they still end up going defense, but this time they get Tyree Wilson again, or no, I'm sorry, not Tyree Wilson, Christian Gonzalez, wrong person. I, I don't know why I was, I was getting excited about Tyree Wilson. They end up getting Christian Gonzalez here. The cornerback falls to them. They get a guy for their secondary to help with Mace, to Max Crosby and uh, Chandler Jones.
1: I love that. And, you know, especially two corners off the board in the top 10, you know, this is a very deep corner draft, but these two guys off the board already, they are definitely like the 1A, 1B of the draft right now for a lot of people. Now, Arizona, you know, I'm here in Sean's old position where she was at three after the trade-up. Arizona, you know, got some draft capital. I think right here, they go for my guy, Tyree Wilson, Um, right here, you know, he, he is an edge rusher. Um, I, I believe as well with Arizona, there's just a lot going on in their front office as well. I, I don't think that they're ready to kind of take on Jalen Carter right now, but you know, it's, it's definitely a safer thing with the loss of, you know, JJ Watt and Chandler Jones the
0: last couple of years, you know, Tyree Wilson, he really can, he can really bring it. I like that a lot for them. I'm, I'm a big Tyree Wilson fan. So I might see yeah. have him as early yeah, as you uh, love I, him. Yeah. Now, <laughs> For this one at number nine, I'm looking at the Bears, and there's a huge worry currently right now in the NFC North. you got Justin Jefferson and Amon Ross St. Brown, and they do not have a a true cornerback one. They are going to reach here, and they're going to go for Joey Porter Jr., cornerback out of Penn State, highly physical, loves the man coverage. We'll need to stop touching wide receivers a little bit so much as we saw in the Super Bowl, but definitely will be the man coverage guy to go up against Amon Ross St. Brown and Justin Jefferson.
1: I love that for them. Um, you know, here at Philly, obviously I am a little, uh, you know, conflicted as, you know, want to give them the best player available. Um, you know, Fletcher Cox is up there. They have a lot of older guys. Um, you know, they have a lot of veterans. We were talking about, you know, front offices that may not fit Jalen Carter. I think this is as low as he goes without somebody trading up for him. Um, in this position, I think he falls right into the laps of the NFC champions and, you know, eventually can develop into one of the better. Uh, guys who you know, NFC East is going to have to deal with twice
0: a year. Yep, yeah, and having some former Georgia Bulldogs from the previous year on his team, like Jordan Davis, I think will really help him ease into the NFL. It's the right culture for him. I do love that pick a lot. Right here at number 11, we're going Peter Skorensky. Sk- Sorry if I butchered that tackle. He did not give up a single, he only did not give up like he only gave up six pressures in about 498 snaps last year. Okay, that is an insane, insane thing to do. And Tennessee just lost Taylor Lewan. Uh rumors about quarterback situation for them. I think they sure up that tackle. How about Derrick Henry? Uh, which yeah. who everyone loves?
1: I love that. And you know, here it's an opportunity. I'm I'm definitely looking to take calls of on the Texans coming down after, you know, another big tackle like this surefire number one tackle. And a lot of people's eyes go off the board. Um, you know, I, I could have seen them as well if if Tyree Wilson didn't go early. Um, but I, I think here you need someone surefire. You need somebody on the defense. I'm going to go with my guy, Miles Murphy here. I know they could have went with the receiver, but the receiver class, as we know, is deep moving down. Um, I, I think they could really get somebody with the second pick and uh, the first pick in the second round. But yeah, my guy, Miles Murphy, I don't see him going too far down.
0: Oh, okay. Wow, I'm surprised because to me the Houston Texans need to get a wide receiver to pair with it. All right, all right. They got they got picks, man. They got picks. Oh man. They got See, five
1: this... in the first 120. So I think they could really get a receiver at the end there. See now, this... Jackson stared me in the face.
0: <laughs> See, this now is where it begins to get really interesting for the Jets. Yeah. Jackson Smith and Jibba there is is really, really tempting. But I feel like between all the signings that they just did, they still have Denzel Mims and and all these guys. As tempting as it is to go out receiver, and they end up going Paris Johnson Jr., and the only reason why is because Mekhi Becton, it it doesn't seem like he's the right fit for the team still, and so they shore up that line. They show Aaron Rodgers, we're going to protect you because you don't have David Bakhtiari anymore. So they're really going all in right now with Aaron Rodgers. The trade could happen on this day as well for them at number 13. This could be Green Bay's pick. But for now, we're going to stick with it as though it's the Jets pick.
1: Yeah, no, love that mentality. And and uh, you know, Paris Johnson. We were talking about Peter from Northwestern. I mean, another in fi- like absolutely great pro ready tackle. Here, the Patriots fourteen. They're division rivals. I uh, this one's this one's kind of tough. You know, you never know with Belichick. You know, they they don't. You know, they could go. You know, maybe Broderick Jones and solidify their offensive line as well. They could also. You know, with the loss of Jacoby Myers and many others, you know, they could decide between Jackson Smith and Jigba or the top corner in the draft, Deontay Banks. I I do think here that they take the opportunity and they go get Jackson.
0: Oh, oh my god. He I had to
1: give you a roller
0: coaster far. of emotion on that one. God, he can't fall any farther. That's my guy. That's my wide <laughs> receiver one. Sean's not letting him fall to the back. <laughs> no, no. Oh my god. All right. All right. Thank goodness. Okay. So right now we got Green Bay on the board. Now, a lot of people have them going tight end right now. Now, I don't think a tight end is worthy of a top 20 pick in this draft. Um, and I think that they know that they need to get someone in the wide receiver room to help them out. They just lost Blizzard this season. Now, Quinton Johnson is super tempting, I think. But I'm a little bit worried about him, especially when, it's injured, when he gets injured. So I'm going, I'm going with uh, Jordan Addison here at number 15. They take arguably, you know, the number one wide receiver to some extent by some people's caliber. Um, but to me, he's the wide receiver too in the draft. And they, and they help out that wide receiver room. They help out Jordan Love.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a, you know, great young addition too. We saw what he was able to do at two different route runners. I obviously love Addison, as I said, you know, but that's a great pick, Sean. Like you said, I think the second, you know, he's the second guy off the board. Um, in, in a draft where people, you know, may not be super high on receivers. We got two in the top 15, which is awesome. Um, the Washington commanders here. Um, I, I did mention Deontay Banks before um a very athletic corner that's a huge need as we can see here for them Maryland kid um you know had a great combine I'm I'm gonna take Deontay Banks there he's one of those guys when you look at his stats they're not too pretty but that's the great thing he's not giving up a lot of yards he doesn't have a lot of picks but he's not being targeted a lot because he's shutting people down um and that's what you love to see out of a corner you don't want a lot of yards given up you know you you don't want to be thrown to too much but you you have a great opportunity there to kind of get a guy you can develop in in a tough secondary. so I like that opportunity for them.
0: yeah, absolutely. I'm totally right there with you. All right. now we get a little bit interesting. Pittsburgh Steelers here what a what a team that's been now a guy that really jumped on the board in the combine was a guy named Nolan Smith. and I think that they take him right here. it's he just your athleticism and blitz packages that they're going to be able to do with Smith is going to be so much fun. I couldn't imagine being the right or left-hand side that has to deal with Smith and, and TJ Watt coming down at like the same side. That's a great blitz package for a team. That, that is
1: wow. That like is an eye opener. I'm like, wow, if the Steelers are able to get Nolan Smith, talk about a prospect who can go to the right team. And what do you know? I have to be the lions GM. Once again, I Love took that. the spoon, which I knew shocked you in the beginning. And, I got to say here, you know, they have a lot of needs for a team that we're pretty high on going into next year. I'm looking at all of these guys, you know, I'm loving Lucas Van Ness, as as a lot of people know, Um, you know, you could really also get another receiver here to compliment, you know, Jamison Williams and St. Brown. You could also, you know, kind of go for somebody like maybe Dalton Kincaid, who is the top Tight end on my board to replace a guy like TJ Hawkinson. I know a lot of people won't like that, but Jared Goff, with as many weapons as possible, he can really air it out. And obviously, as Sean knows, you know TJ Hawkinson didn't work out last year. If one team is going to reach on the tight ends early, I, I find it to be Dan Campbell at the end of the first round.
0: I mean, former tight end, we saw them with Eric Ebron, and then we saw them again with TJ Hawkinson. They are not afraid to get a guy like him. (laughs) It makes absolute sense. All right, I'm Tampa Bay. A lot of needs right now for Tampa Bay, but I think the only thing that everyone can definitely agree on is that they do need an offensive line. We're going to go with Broderick Jones, the offensive tackle out of Georgia. The third best uh, tackle to me on this. Still has a lot of, you know, he's still kind of fresh. He's kind of green when it comes to the position. I think around only five hundred snaps in his career, but I think he's going to be a huge upside for the run game that was basically non-existent. And they're going to need someone to block uh, for Baker Mayfield this season.
1: I love that. No, the, and the A falls right into there. You know, you pair him with Tristan Wirfs. I mean, a guy who developed like that. That's that's a great, great pick. Um, it, it's tough here. You know, Seattle. At all. You got them the best guy in the draft at five, and Will Anderson. And, uh, you know, everybody is saying that they need, you know, the wide receiver. You could get Quentin Johnson here. But I feel like he's very similar to DK Metcalf. You know, that's kind of my issue with him going here. Um, You know, but it it's a crazy – Thing to think, but I, I I could see them either going, you know, Brian Brees or either, um, Cancy here. And I am going to go with Cancy due to the fact that they have to deal with so much running, um, you know, ability in the other side of their division year in and year out. Um, so I'm going to go with Cancy here for them, get them both two huge defenses. You know, we saw Seattle be one of the top scoring offenses, one of the worst defenses. So, you know, now, now they can really solidify with two like guys right in their front
0: seven. I like that a lot. I also would be surprised if they maybe went like Cam Smith or Kelly Ringo and helped Tariq Woolen out in the yeah. secondary. Even Brian Branch. I know Brian Branch is going to be one of the most slept on players in this draft and will end up being a first round steal for whoever yeah. drafts him. Um, I just want to put that on the record out there. He's going to slip because of team needs, but Branch is one of those guys that's going to end up being one of the studs in this one. Now, right now in the Chargers, um, we surprisingly have a lot of needs. Now, the thing that's most concerning to me is that there's been no movement whatsoever on the Austin Eckler trade. Yeah. Uh, no movement of contract talks and things like that. I'm drafting right now with the assumption that Austin Eckler is gone. Yeah, getting my guy, Bijan Robinson at 21 to the Los Angeles Chargers, I'm going to help out Justin Herbert a little bit more with the best running back in this draft mm-hmm. and arguably the best offensive player in the entire draft.
1: Yeah, and you know, like you said, I'm with two, you know, now we not. Yeah, I got you. The thing is, it's too, It's like you have such small demand for skill positions in this draft, and the guys yep. who are really at the top are at the top, and they're still gonna go low. It, we see it happen every year, but uh, it really is something interesting to see. Um, this this is interesting. These two guys at the top are tempting me at, for the Ravens.
0: I know it is tempting. No, look
1: at the two needs they need right there, staring at your face. Right there. And you know, I could take a look at the other wide receivers. I like Zay Flowers more for the factor that of like speed. That's kind of like what they've been looking for to get around Lamar. If he's there, obviously. Um, and then on the other edge, you know, you have the edge side. And, you know, a guy like Lucas Van Ness, he's, he's very raw, but we've seen them do this before with these pass rushers and get these guys who come off the edge. So I'm going to get Lucas. I think this is as low as he can really go. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like that's a very Ravens pick. I can already kind of see him going in, in that uniform.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot for them. We see them, and also with the release of Clay's Campbell, I to need someone to to get in that rotation up there in the front. Suring that up now is all smart. Wouldn't be surprised if they reach on Jalen Hyatt. He just finds a way of getting free. I like that. He's always a little bit open. He might be a sleeper in this draft. All right, I'm Minnesota. Great. Let's go. A lot of rumors are out there that we're going to go with a wide receiver. Now, no, 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 no. We cannot do that. We do not have the secondary that we need. Right now, to succeed, I'm looking at Cam Smith. Uh, I want him on our team. I need him in my secondary. We need all the help that we can get. That's what ended up uh, losing us the last few games of the season, uh, especially the playoff loss to the Giants. And you saw Daniel Jones is making $40 million because the Vikings' secondary made him look like he was the best thing ever, throwing 300 plus yards on us. That's unacceptable. Uh, it can't be happening. We were 13 and 14, and we did not look like it defensively. Get help in the secondary. Do not worry about the wide receiver too. Do not sleep on my guy KJ Osborne.
1: I like that. I like that. Now the the corner, you guys address it with one of your four picks. Hopefully, hopefully we don't have yeah. to mock <laughs> draft because then we'll have to we'll have to go through all the uh, all the like we'll wait, we'll have some time in between them, but um it's. I have to make something smart happen here for Jacksonville. I'm looking at the other guys now. You know, There's a big separation between the corners here, obviously. You have Emmanuel Forbes, Keely Ringo, but there are some guys I mean, Jacksonville, they have kind of needs everywhere, Um, but after last year, I have the full confidence in Trevor Lawrence. Um, So I'm going to go with Osiris Torrance from Florida, the inside guard. They just need somebody. You put him and you have Noel on the other side. I, I think that It really solidifies what they're trying to do with Etienne and run everything through Trevor Lawrence um you know just get the guy the best interior lineman in the draft and you know just go about it you know you have a lot of needs but you're a playoff team now you know
0: yeah absolutely and speaking of playoff teams we got your Giants currently on the board now it's tempting to go wide receiver here I think it really is you know you got guys like Zay Flowers still and you got Quentin Johnson still on the board even a guy like Jalen Hyatt could be really, really interesting to this team. But the thing that I'm worried about with New York is that interior offensive line and how much money you just put into your quarterback. Now, I wanted you guys to go with sirens Torrance, but you sadly didn't get him in this one. So you're going to go interior offensive line still. And you're going to get John Michael Schmitz. Really solid interior offensive line, played all through the center and guard position. You guys lost Nick Gates this season. You guys are going to need help in getting that uh, interior offensive line set up. I think you guys go offensive line here. I just don't think Johnson's the right fit for this wide receiver group, and I'm not super high on him. I think when he's injured, and we saw throughout his college career, you can really see a decrease in his step and what he's able to produce, and I don't know if the Giants want to risk it just yet. In the second round, they can maybe snag him instead or get Jalen Hyland in the second round and not give up a first-rounder for him.
1: Yeah, no, I, I can definitely see that. You know, it it, it could definitely be something like where you, you even move back, maybe get Jalen yeah. and see who jumps on, you know, either Zay Flowers or Quentin Johnson. But, yeah, the Giants do still have needs. And, you know, Michael Schmitz is one of those guys who, like we said with O'Torrens, it's you just have to start protecting the people you're investing, you know, the entire offense in. Exactly. Now you
0: get another NFC East guy. Yeah. You to pick for exactly. it. <laughs> like, Except my
1: team. I love that. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so, you know, the Cowboys here, obviously, you know, losing Zeke, huge, you know, kind of, you know, losing, um, you know, gaining Brandon Cooks for the wide receivers. I I, you know you have to take at least a look at the running backs available and, you know, you look at Jameer Gibbs. um, But I I think that what they really do need is, you know, kind of, you know, this is I I see this as where Brian Branch goes. Oh, I I love it. Crazy thing. But every year we talk about it. You know, they, the Cowboys are great, but they do give up some big plays. Not anymore. They got Brian Branch. You know, we know about the Alabama safeties. Those guys do not play around. So we're going, we're going to give the uh, the Cowboys the best safety in the draft. I
0: love that. I'm giving them, them all the best, the best picks,
1: too.
0: We're going to end up being the steal of this draft. All right. Now, this is where it gets really interesting to me because I'm not sure what Buffalo will do here, quite honestly. Yes. I think that they do need a a wide receiver, too, to work along Um, Stephon Diggs. And there's temptation there in Zay Flowers with what this offense does. But I've said it the last few years when it comes to what they don't do in the run game. I think this is where they finally decide, and they go after Jameer Gibbs. They get a running back for this team to sort of work alongside everyone. Um, they kind of add some depth. I like, think it's going to be a big James Cook, Jameer Gibbs season in that backfield, and that's going to give them a lot to do. That's that's your passing and running options every single time either one of those guys run out there. This yeah. offense, don't know what they're going to be running consistently. They're going to give you a lot of the same looks, running out of the same looks, and passing out of the same looks. I think it's going to really bring them to the next level, uh, and we see every single postseason that offense begins to slow down. They gets cold. They don't have that run game to rely on. It's just Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. They need their guy to help it out. And then maybe in the second round, they're able to get that wide receiver, too.
1: Yeah, I love that, Jameer Gibbs. And, you know, he will be supported in the sense that, you know, now he has Damian Harris there as well, who's worked in committee running back. So, you know, they can really complement each other very well, too. Now, the Cincinnati Bengals, right? I, I feel bad now that I, I'm picking for them, and I've already given somebody else, Dalton Kincaid. Um but I like, you see here, it, it's just an interesting thing. We have Darnell Washington. We have Michael Mayer. We have Brian Brees. There are a lot of guys they could get. Awesome um, you know, just because I have been so big on him since the season, I'm going to go with my man Darnell Washington. Sean knows I'm going to do yeah. it. You get Joe Burrow this dude with the receivers he already has. I mean, you're talking about you. you we, we need to protect Joe Burrow. How about a six-seven tight end who can block, who's blocked at Georgia? Um, one of one of the guys I was just hoping to, you know, get up. Like no disrespect to Michael Mayer, but just the way that Washington's wrist his stock up, you, you you can't look at the tape side by side and and not want to get Washington.
0: Absolutely, I I love that one. Uh... Uh, in this one for them i think it's a really 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 good pickup uh you
1: didn't see it coming and then you saw it you're like i saw it, you're like it's it that's the one but like, this is
0: the guy i can be excited about thank you well let's do it um who are right. you looking at for new orleans now this is an interesting one because i thought miles murphy was going to be the one to drop in this one so they're going to end up going from another guy Uh, out of clemson they're gonna get their guy brian breeze sure up that interior defensive line slash defensive and we saw marcus davenport just sign with the minnesota vikings uh they need help on that defensive front they're gonna be able to do that here and jack you're the full-time gm for the for the eagles your favorite team oh my god i mean
1: if i could have traded both the picks i would but we're out here making sure we got no bias and i'll tell you this the eagles uh, no, uh, with bias aside, they were one of the best drafting teams the last couple of years. They've built a really big roster. They just went to the Super Bowl, had three picks last year, two this year. Um, really incredible stuff. And they already got Jalen Carter dropping right to them in this situation. um I would love to have given them Brian Branch, but I know that that's definitely what the Cowboys are looking at as well. um I, I do think that they are pretty much set when it comes to the offense. However, I, I would love for them here. To maybe get somebody like Darnell Wright. Uh, you know, Lane Johnson signed that big deal, but he is at the point where if he wanted to leave, he could at any point in that deal. So, you know, Darnell Wright, you just get the uh, even more protection for Jalen Hurts right before the rest of the protection kind of grades drop off for the rest of the offensive linemen here. Darnell Wright's kind of that last pro-ready threshold, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I really, really do. I like that for them uh, as well. Now Chiefs on the board, defending Super Bowl champions here at 31. Now this is where it begins to get interesting. They have a, they can do a lot if if this is if this is sort of what they're looking at right here. Michael Mayer that could be the replacement for Travis Kelsey who's getting up there. Uh, Zay Flowers is that speedster that can replace McColl Hardman slash Tyreek Hill plus Juju Smith Schuster who just left. There's Anton Harrison who could sure up the offensive line. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure what they'll do here. Now, if I'm them, I'm going to probably just stick to what I know, which is to protect Patrick Mahomes. And I'm going to go Anton Harrison here. But I really do want to stress, it would not surprise me if they ended up going Zay Flowers. They lost a lot of guys in free agency in the wide receiver position. And they obviously need to get more playmakers outside of Travis Kelsey. But again, when you got a guy like Patrick Mahomes, you just lost to Orlando Brown Jr. and you are him with Jawan Taylor, Uh, nothing against Juan Taylor, but I just don't think he's Orlando Brown jr. So you got to help shore up that entire offensive line as a whole and going Anton Harrison.
1: I love that. Honestly, I was talking about right being kind of the threshold, but him and Harrison are both those guys that, you know, they have first round grades for a reason. They're incredibly talented guys. Oklahoma
0: Oklahoma guy. out really well (laughs) with Orlando Brown jr. So why not try it again with that experiment? You can't, yeah,
1: you can't mess when it comes to Oklahoma tackles, you know, even Trent Williams can tell you that. Um, Now, I'm looking here at the Steelers. Obviously, this one is just due to, I believe, Miami not having their first round pick this year. Um, with this, though, I did want to just shoot out um, here. I, I would say that, you know, they got to do the cornerback thing. And I think that Emmanuel Forbes here would be the end. I think that he needs, you know, they don't really have that guy who's been stepping up since maybe like Ike Taylor. You know, and they drafted guys like already Burns in the first round, things like that. Um, but, yeah, at the end of the day, we're looking at the mock. We have one trade, four QBs going in the top ten in the four. We got that rounding out with five more in the top ten on Jeez. defense. Joe
0: geez, Jeez.
1: This is a, it's a crazy thing. Like Sean said, Miles Murphy now. Miles Murphy all the way up there. Things like this, the pass rusher groups, they're going to move up.
0: Uh, Quentin Johnson. How are you how you, so far? I I think there there's been rumors circulating around Quinton Johnson and the wide receivers in this that after Jackson Smith and Jibba, there's really no one else in this draft. So I think that that's going to be something to watch and monitor. Which wide receivers are getting picked? Which teams are getting picked? Uh, where? Because to me, if you're getting uh, um, Bryce Young, if you're Houston, you got to pair him with someone. So for them to double down on their defense, that's that's D'Amico Ryan saying. Yeah. I'm going to get you your quarterback, but I'm going to get my guy on defense. To me, that's what that's saying, which I like to some extent also because, you know, Young can still develop, and at the end of the day, D'Amico Ryan's a great defensive-minded guy. So if he says this is the guy we should reach on, I will defer to him in that. But I think it's going to be interesting, and, man, Indianapolis, if they get Will Levis, I think it's going to be an uproar in Indy. They, they'll be stuck having to do this if they don't yeah. get him.
1: It's like you said, if a team like Atlanta comes in, that's really where things start to just ripple effect into what we know as the draft, just complete uncertainty until the exact moment your team is picking. And then even then, you have no idea. So it's, I, I think this, um, how, how are you feeling? You, you think you drafted well, Sean? Well,
0: I'm happy with the Vikings pick. So I wanted to just ask you, how, how do you feel about the Giants pick that I did for them at 25? Would, where And where would you maybe have gone? uh, in that moment, if you were on the board, might I ask?
1: Yeah. So it, it it's interesting because, you know, you, you said it before that, you know, my favorite receiver there Addison, who I'm hoping falls down maybe around that area. Um, even if I didn't take Osiris Torrance there, I would have kind of taken your philosophy, just getting that inside the offensive line. Um, but in that case, you know, just Jacksonville looking at a player like top of his, uh, position is kind of what led me to go there. But, if I was the Giants, I would love to, you know, kind of see them go with maybe somebody, you know, like a, you know, it, it's interesting. Like there, there's not too many people, but maybe you know, even getting a Jameer Gibbs to kind of solidify, you know, the Saquon Barkley situations, or you know, even a Brian Branch, you know, tie him with Xavier McKinney in a room that's already in a room with Landon Collins. I mean, you got three Alabama safeties with Wink Martindale. Uh, That would just be unfair to, you know, people trying to throw on the Giants. Um, But it's just tough, you know, as we see a lot of the chips fall. Um, Even Brian Brees would be interesting, just knowing that, you know, maybe we don't get Dexter Lawrence locked up for a couple of years. Um, But as you can see, all those guys kind of fall right around here. And not a lot of, you know, they could go, all three of those guys go way earlier or way later than we expect.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of Bama guys, by the way. A lot of Georgia guys in this draft, uh, I just realized. A lot um, of Georgia so, guys. So now, yeah, back-to-back
1: uh, national championships will do that, though.
0: Yeah, that definitely will. But uh, that's all the time we have. Thank you for listening and for tuning in. Uh, yeah, keep keep sticking around. we got a lot coming up. Don't forget, we got a live show for the draft, uh, yeah. April 27th. It will go live uh, on YouTube. The link is going to be uh, on Instagram. You can find it there. Uh, you can tune us, tune in there, watch us uh, some live draft reaction to, to how everything's gonna go.
1: Yeah, feel free to check in the whole time. Feel free to check in if it just you want to see how we react to your team's pick, good or bad, even our team's picks, which will you know are always good reactions. And sense we never get who we want, it's really stressful. But yeah, make sure draft night, check us out. Just saying football on YouTube. We will see you there. Thanks for yeah. checking us out.
0: Enjoy.